Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm Gavin, one of your hosts, and I have run this gag into the ground. Deputy Librarian, Junior, like, I don't know, New Librarian, Diane is here. Hi! Hello! It's nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, so when I brought Victoria on, like, months ago now, I think, I I let Victoria choose what they wanted to do, because I didn't want to be saddled with the <laughs> with being the guy who assigned shitty erotica as the, their first review, and Diane, you chose this one. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I... You know the saying, don't judge a book by their co- by its you cover? Re- you really should with erotica. <laughs> oh, yeah, because this cover, it it looked decent. Right. And the blurb looked like, oh, huh, this looks like fun. Like, okay, let, I'll just explain the cover for yeah, please any, do. any listener who is, like, super, like, they want to know. No one wants to know. But, um, so the cover, it has a shirtless man and he's built but slim he's a slim boy and he has stubble on his face but not on his chest and uh then there's a green girl with green freckles which i thought oh that's really cute she's green with green freckles and they're they're embracing and you could kind of see their lower jaw and everything and i thought oh oh it's kind of romantic and cute i'm gonna get a cute alien love story and well, much like the story itself, the cracks form early. I've just zoomed in on the image for the first time, and you can see what's happened here is in Photoshop, they've taken the um, the magic wand tool and selected the woman. But what's happened is they've accidentally selected some of the guy. A little bit of <laughs> a little bit of her uh, a little bit of her breast was not selected, so that's still skin tone, and a little yeah. bit of. A little bit of his cheek between her fingers is green as well. Uh, Also, the air in front of the top of her breast is green between the letters I and E and alien. Yeah, they they spent 20 minutes color shifting this and then decided that's it. This is a five book series book. It's fucking air quotes. This is a five story series that just uses the exact same cover each time with the words oh no it just it's alien love abducted by alien series book one they just change the alien love part to say like alien breed or whatever and then book they change the number (laughs) yeah alien mate it's also um direct i almost said directed by this is written by ivana stone who has written a few other erotica but this series seems to be the main moneymaker or they want it to be the main moneymaker because yeah. this that's is their keystone series definitely because they've reposted the the bundle of it multiple times oh it's a bundle yeah. i mean if you in the kindle itself if you scroll back because on kindle it'll take you to the first page usually 
there's a copyright page after the title, and then limited time offer, abducted for sex, the un- ultimate alien erotica stories compilation for only 99 cents on Amazon. You can't put limited time sale things in your book. They don't age well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do have that. There's also a discounted um, offer for the entire series in one shot. So this oh, is the, yeah. I just hit my mic. So this is a thing I've seen multiple times where uh, they will t- the person will take the first book in a series, make it free, get you hooked. You know, first one's free, and mm. then make you buy the rest. Same yeah. thing with um, yep. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, Captain Future and the Corn Dildo from Outer Space. That one's free. Uh, the rest that aren't. One's fun. So that I would be good. willing to spend money for that. <laughs> So, we start off so promising. The first sentence here... I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. (laughs) The stars hung over him like a glittering dark blanket that he wondered, or perhaps hoped, would smother him. We open with this depressed protagonist, and it's like... Oh, gosh. The first page is good. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is that it was like, that moment, I related to this protagonist. His name is... Alaric and yeah, I have some words to say about this later. But um, so, so I have a note on his name. Like first thing, I saw Alaric and I highlighted it and put "good alien name." <laughs> okay, I actually because this made me giggle to myself. Kind of, uh, you know, when I was a wee thirteen-year-old child and you know, just getting into fanfic and realizing I can make my own characters. I'm going to make an OC, do not steal. Uh, the thing that I would do was I would sneak into my parents, like my, well, my dad's office where he had all his bookshelves and I would go through all the books and I would find the baby book with the baby names, which yeah. they had bought when I was like, you know, a, a zygote or whatever (laughs) embryo in the womb trying to figure out a name for me and you know like what are we going to name a child and you know i went i would get this baby book and i'd go through the baby book and try to find a cool name for my oc because you know my original character has had the coolest name original sonic character please do not steal (laughs) yes oc do not steal but um alaric it's an old german name and it stands for like noble king that's what it's supposed to mean noble king or something and uh it is the most fanficy oc do not steal name i could think of so i could just imagine ivana stone this writer going through the name website like i would go through the baby name book <laughs> i must find an appropriate name for this character he is a noble warrior a noble king <laughs> uh anyways back to depressed Alric and his depressed self, a depressing life. And yeah, it's like the first page or two. Yeah. His first page or two. I was like, I've been to, I've been in this place. I've been in that dark. Just, I don't care anymore. I don't want to do anything. And you know, you should talk to someone, get therapy. Just his car is broken down. He's, he's literally broke. Like he has $4 to his name. We, he we, uh, broke up with his girlfriend. Well, his girlfriend yeah. broke up with him. His girlfriend broke up with him. And we find this wonderful little... I, there's the last detail that made me go like, wow, this is great. Is the detail that he shows up to his girlfriend's house, ex-girlfriend's house to pick up his box of stuff. And the box of stuff is on the porch. And it's just the porch light on. The rest of the house is dark. And I'm like, wow, that's just... He's like hit rock the, bottom. 
the cherry on the shit sandwich, right? <laughs> right. So it's just, this is why he's alone. This is why he's alone on the side of the road. He's got no one to call. There's not some bullshit excuse as to why he's out in the middle of nowhere. So the alien thing can happen. So I'm like, oh, he's going to get abducted here. And this is yeah, like... This is the point. And there's the no one who's going to care. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no one's going to care that he's gone missing. He doesn't talk to his dad. His mom's dead. He's been avoiding his landlord for months. So we need it's, to talk about the fact that the aliens in this story are just fucking Super Saiyans, it seems like. Yeah. Like, she travels by making... she. It's basically as ill-defined as how I understand Goku can fly. Like, she just kind of <laughs> does it. Oh, gosh. If there's a listener out there who understands it is a super big Dragon Ball fan, they'll explain. Email. <laughs> Send an email. Explain it to us. I, yeah. I I've watched nothing. Dragon Ball Abridged. That's about it. Like that's what I'm operating off of. I but know like, absolutely nothing. I'm sorry. She, she is just this. This what's her name? I've already it's, forgotten uh, it. Maze Kane or something. Uh yeah. Oh gosh, I I wrote it down. Um, Maze Keen, Keen. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She. <laughs> she. Uh, she has plot armor. Despite the fact she's wearing nothing except a pair of go-go boots. Like, the yeah. fact that... Uh, burgundy go-go Burgundy, boots. sorry. The so fact important. that she is... Moti- this is the green woman that Kirk makes out with in OG Star Trek. Like, yeah, literally, the beginning of this trope... Red hair. Th- this is based off the beginning of that trope, which, cool, whatever, but, like... <laughs> She has the ability to just shoot down helicopters with her fingers and snap, fix snap. cars. <laughs> like when she she the first thing she does after he gropes her for accidentally whatever. Oh, speaking of tropes in anime and Goku, yeah, what an anime trope that is the, the like the grabbing her boobs. booby grab. Oh, he, that is the yeah. He needs to, <laughs> like you cut to his face and like there's his eyes are just white and there's like one drop of blood coming out of his nose like <laughs> and it's no! a sweat droppy <laughs> like no! No, no, no boob I didn't mean to and then again she acts in an anime trope way and chokes him out which uh by the way <laughs> <laughs> okay uh quick medical facts with Diane here um. If you get choked out and you black out, you should go to the ER, okay? Because there are cases where that can form a blood clot in your brain and kill you. (laughs) The more you know with the Red Live Library. (laughs) I actually have to thank um, another podcast for informing me on that. Um, Romance podcast. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Heaving bosoms. (laughs) Thank you, Aaron. Hey. Yeah, but so, um, there you go. Go to the hospital. Go to the emergency room. I I don't know. If, <sighs> I haven't seen the last. It's Starman. The Starman was the one with uh, David Bowie. I right? think. Well, he was uh, Starman uh, himself, yeah, was but Star there was Man. a movie called just... Starman that was basically a humanoid dude alien lands. I think it was Jeff Bridges. Hang on, let me look it up. Anyway, I'm I'm bringing this up because the first thing she does after she meets him, or she meets the main character... And she gets uh, her boobs grabbed. <laughs> she gets her boobs grabbed, and then he tries to act like it didn't happen. Um, Yeah, it stars... To, yeah, so there's a movie where Jeff Bridges lands on Earth, and he's like this alien... It was directed by John Carpenter, so that's why no one remembers it, because everyone talks about other John Carpenter movies. Yeah, uh, Starman was fun, but he he was like he was an alien that had that kind of thing where like, well, my car doesn't work. 
touches car, oh, it works. Magical techno techno magic. <laughs> yeah, where it's again the alien's just a walking plot convenience, which can be fun, except like it falls apart with the writing style being a lot of tell don't show. Yeah. Uh, in fact, right before the alien shows up, there's this paragraph that perfectly uh, fix there demonstrates this. That's always been his problem. In every relationship, he always ended up resenting the other person for not knowing him or what he wanted. Looking at his at this box of debris of his last relationship, he realized he wasn't asking others to understand who he was when he didn't have a slightest clue himself. His girlfriend accused him of shielding his heart so much that he couldn't really love anyone else, and as defensive as he had gotten, he knew she was right. Who the fuck asked you, narrator? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a that could have been a, an amazing like flashback with the girlfriend or something, yeah. where it's just her being like, "Yeah, Alaric, you suck. You never open up to anyone. I don't even know who the hell you are." And then him just thinking, "I don't know who I am. Sorry." Why not? Why not give him some sort of character arc? You know? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm just thinking of all the different things that could have happened what could have been and that, it that's makes the me problem sad. with this show isn't it we read these things and basically are just like well it could have been better uh, uh, this drives me to drink there's all these details we get that we did not ask for nor do we need like we learn that he's estranged from his father as an excuse for why he's not calling his dad and his mom's dead so that's the thing we needed to know but then it um he wouldn't appreciate a phone call from his good-for-nothing son now, especially while watching whatever crappy late-night basic cable reality show he was undoubtedly watching. Who fucking cares? Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, it's, um... She's trying to picture, paint something. She's trying to tell us mm -hmm. something about his estrangement, but it's just... It's clutter. It's too much. <laughs> And it's unnecessary. How many times did it take uh, the book telling you that the alien lady has ginormous breasts before <laughs> it sank in for you that, oh, wait, she has large breasts? Oh, I, I don't know, Gavin. It might have been the anime trope. <laughs> I think I got it in one. I didn't need it three more times in the same chapter. Oh, to, um, to her credit. She does not list a cup size. She does not, because aliens... She doesn't have a bra, this so why would she... She doesn't wear clothes, except for boots. Her hair was a deep burgundy, like the burning embers of a fire that radiated nothing but pure heat. You mean, like, the green Red. alien on Star Trek? Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Her svelte, gorgeous figure with two perfect, enormous breasts says the paragraph. One other, one more paragraph after he ru his fingers rubbed against her nipples, he realized she was topless. Two massive breasts. Oh, so <laughs> massive, massive, ginormous titties. The biggest you've ever seen. Tiggle bitties. Oh, she. There's also like awkward wording. I don't know if this popped out for you as much as it did for me, but like. Touches his car and he can drive super fast now. Cool, whatever. Now the car seemed to have the power of a NASCAR racing vehicle. Racing vehicle? A racing vehicle. Vehicle. Yeah. Um... Like, there are a few times where I want to make the joke, like, feels like an alien wrote this. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not, um, it doesn't even feel like English is a second language situation. Like, 
you can kind of tell when generic words are being used or uh like i give stories a lot of credit but there are just some really odd like attempts at being stylistic i think (laughs) yeah there are some weird turns of phrase here i have another question yes do you have any idea what her skin color is beyond green because at one point she's described as olive and then the next uh her skin has a greenish tinge that reminded him of a fresh leaf in early spring bursting to life those were different shades of green right there are two ways to go about this i tend to try to err on the side of the author if when I write, I'll change things and go back and sometimes miss the. I feel like maybe she had darker green skin during the first draft, and then they went with here's a really flowery way to say she's green, and it's like a leaf and cool. But then they forgot about the oh, olive she's part. part. The, she's part of the natural world. She is. She is nature. Look at this nature goddess alien. She is described as a goddess, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now we reach the ho- oh wait hang on one more stupid detail for me real quick and this is really nitpicky but um they're they're barreling down the road she has just finger gunned a helicopter that yep. one <laughs> they're being ex- chased by the u.s military <laughs> it explode it is described as exploding then turning to fly off over a hill as if like <laughs> Like a cartoon where it's just the chassis of the helicopter and the pilot hanging on to a stick for no reason. Oh, gosh, but, I'm going to thing- ask a friend about helicopters and how they work. <laughs> she, she did something with You know you can explode one and still kitchen. kind of fly it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can, can you explain, like, helicopter blades to me again? <laughs> just, just talk about that. <laughs> Our hero, Alaric, looks straight ahead and he sees the unmistakable markings of military American military camouflage on a truck. He's got some good eyesight. In, Here's like, the thing. There isn't, <laughs> the <dark. laughs> there isn't necessarily American military camouflage, because the whole point of camouflage is it camouflages you to a specific place. <laughs> yeah. Some... I wonder if he's thinking, like, that digital camo yeah. print. I, I don't even know. Who knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It, it does not matter. <laughs> so we pull the car over for no real reason so we can learn the hook of the story. And the hook of the story is this alien culture that we've just been introduced to uses sexual favors as ways of expressing gratitude, which... Currency, you know, currency. everything. It's... <sighs> Here's the thing. If you're going to give me an alien society, and we use sci-fi to talk about things that are wrong with our society or things that are odd about our own society by covering up by putting green paint on it, but there's nothing wrong with her society at all from his or her perspective, and that's what makes it kind of fall apart because it's, it's not even... It's a utopia. She's just like, yeah, shit, right, shit is awesome where we live. Yeah, There's it's a, literally we nothing all wrong. The time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's uh oh gosh, I put in my notes that uh at the beginning of chapter two, she breasted boobily towards him and titted downwards, yep. and thanks Alric with a blowjob. Yep. Yep. There you go, guys. And you know what? It's fine. It's nothing to write home about. It's not that spectacular. I mean, Alric's thrilled. He's I appreciate the delighted. The- <laughs> they do mention it takes a 
less than or less than two minutes for him to finish. I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, at least it's accurate. (laughs) Yeah, at least he's not lasting forever. Like, she's on her A game. Good for her. Uh, And we don't know the size of his penis. (laughs) We yeah, we uh, I will say that's one positive. She has huge tits. And who knows about his dick? You know, we don't get a lot of butt info on her either, which I like that, too. But we only have, air quotes, 69 pages of detail. Spoiler, there aren't yeah, 69 but we have pages. have four more books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, the author, this book is over 70% into its own file. The other 30% is copy-pasted shit from the other books to get this one up to 69 pages so that people will see that on Amazon and go, <laughs> this person knows what <laughs> they're doing. Funny. <laughs> hey, gonna buy it just for that. Yeah. Uh, this is part of Kindle Unlimited, I believe, which also explains why. Um, no, it's not. You can buy it in paperback for $5, which blows my don't. mind. Anyone listening who thinks that they want to do this, don't. Don't. <laughs> I feel like looking into if Amazon has like a bespoke self-publishing wing I don't know about. Because that would explain why a lot of these erotica books have fucking physical copies, and they can sell them for $5 a pop on Amazon. Uh, Maybe. Especially since it's fulfilled by Amazon, maybe that, yeah. Maybe they just have, like, a book printing machine that hates itself because it has to put out crap like this. It's like, please, please, end it. (laughs) Oh my, okay, I know we're talking about the story, but I just opened up the preview of the back cover. Here's the here's the author bio. I'm a writer, editor and blogger. I've edited over 20 erotica and sexuality anthologies. My favorites are alien erotic romance. My mission is to tell powerful stories and encourage others to get their words on the page and into the world. I love writing erotica and writing widely about sex books, comma, sex, comma, books, comma, follow me, colon. That's it. No name. No, no way to follow. No, no socials. Wow. And there's also a square where there would have been an author picture. I think. I think. Um, I think they formatted this in a way that the Amazon auto, the Amazon book printer, decided not to include those things. <laughs> well, Oof. I do hope that this encourages people to write. As in a, I think I can do better, and then they do. You know what? That'd be great. That is the Red Light Library's entire, uh, like, that's what we do as a podcast, is show people, like, hey, you want to write porn for burrito money while you're in college? You can, and you probably should, and you'll probably do well. (laughs) Give it a go. I mean, it helps if you're you're into some oddly specific kinks. That also helps, too. Know your audience. (laughs) Vegan, Vegan feederism. Go for it. See how that works out go wild go Uh, nuts uh go as nuts as this alien on a (laughs) convenience store attendant (laughs) yes so uh, back to the plot whatever thin plot there is yes so she pretty much uh we still don't know her name yet at this point no she um she gives alaric our hero a blowjob to say thank you for saving her from the u.s military and then uh, she just, he's like, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll help you out. Cause you know, she's like, cool for helping me out. Fuck me on the hood of your car. Yes. Yeah, and her, uh, her 
chest shakes with delight. <laughs> so um, her giant titties are also sentient, in case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, and they're delighted. <laughs> but um, her her breasts also flop every which way, they, all sorts of it directions. It says fla- they're flapping. Her breasts flapped in every direction as he continued. <laughs> flapped. Yes, and then after we have this uh, lovely sex on the hood of the car that is a NASCAR vehicle, <laughs> um, we learn that her name is Maze Keen. That that's when we learn it. <laughs> um, oh, should we touch on the uh, the emotional connection of sex with this race? Because I really I thought this was an interesting idea at the very least. The mechanic seems to be, and it could be that I read this too fast, but the mechanic seems to be if you have penetrative sex with Maze Keen. And her alien race, we'll assume. There's a, a kind of a mind meld happening there where you see a little bit of their memories, but also your memories that have strong emotion assigned to them. Not positive emotions inherently. Just emotion. Just strong emotion. Uh, which means the sex scene is written in such a way that the first sentence of the paragraph will be about the sex scene, and then it that it just, flashes to yeah. And I like the way that is written. The formula is very interesting to me. I like I like the concept of it, where it's yeah, because it implies that well, it's not just oh, this is how we show gratitude. It shows like a uh, sex is their communication. And it kind of explains that whenever Maze Keen is like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, like, you know, like, she'll be trying to explain things or whatever, and she'll just be like, let's go have sex. <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh, maybe she just doesn't really know how to communicate with words. And it's like, yeah, you do this weird mind meld sex thing. Yeah, because there's a mention of... It. We have sex to avoid wars, like your people do, you stupid, stupid humans. And having so that emotional exchange, yeah, they're so civilized. Despite the fact that one of her memories is being stranded on, like, a space bus station on her home planet. Her and it's her freaking planet. out until her parents come around the corner and she's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, apparently they forget their kids like we do. <laughs> the utopia, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get to the Swifty Mart. Yep, the convenience store. And remember, Alaric only has $4 to his name. He is so broke. (laughs) He talks about walking around picking up things that are on sale. And then it mentions he has Doritos and Twix. I'm like, yo, guess what's not on sale? Doritos and Twix. (laughs) On brand Doritos and Twix. That's a... Everything off-brand, everything that is so close to expiration, that's what's on sale, man. I feel bad for the uh, the attendant here, because he's like, it, he's straight out, oh, like straight out of high oh, school, God. doesn't know oh. what he's doing. <laughs> There's a woman with enormous titties. Oh, God, she's green. <laughs> like this poor child. This Body poor... paint. Yes, this poor child. And anyways, uh, Mace Keen is like, don't worry, I got this. When Alaric's trying to like figure out how he's going to pay for all this food, she's like, don't worry, baby, I got this. And she Put gives it on my the, tab. Yeah, and she gives the this poor high schooler, just out of high school boy, a blowjob, and he's like, 
Okay, yeah, it's free. <laughs> I gotta go delete on. the security tapes now. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. Yeah, and there's kind of like this weird thing with Alric where he doesn't know if he's supposed to be jealous or, you know, like, is this hot? I don't we're, know. We're flirting with cockholding, maybe, question yeah, mark? It's it's so vague that I don't know if this was, you know, if that's a fetish that's in this erotica, really. Just, like, almost committing to fetishes. Yeah, almost. It's very low commitment to a fetish. We get a little scene where they, uh, they're driving away with their, with their blowjob-gotten gains, <laughs> yes. and... He's like, thanks. And she turns and, like, positions herself so he could finger her if he wanted to. And he's like, like, the message just goes over his head. He's like, what? <laughs> what? You, you, you explicitly explained how gratitude works in your society, like, ten, chat, ten paragraphs ago. But still, do what? And she's like... Me? Little me? <laughs> if you wanted to be... If you want to show your gratitude, you would at least touch my boobs, if not, like, finger blast me here in this seat. And he goes, I think he actually says, finger fuck you right here while I'm driving. And she's like, right now? Yeah, she's like, yeah. There's a a delicious, awkward silence. (laughs) Yes. It's like, it's not that this is good. It's that there's little gems little moments of gold in here in the shit sandwich it doesn't mean that it's something that you should eat i question if this had been shown to an editor if the editor hadn't just straight up said you know what we've been saying calm down with the details no one wants uh give details where they do need to be given how about we stop with the big titties thing yeah it's it just needed I don't know, a couple more eyes on it. And like a little bit more, cut this, expand on this, try this. You know, it needed a good editor to just get in there. Because he gets abducted at the end of it. Like we, we don't have him worrying about being pursued by the literal fucking military. Uh, And not just like the literal military, like, oh, it's not just some army grunts. It's like, this is probably special ops. Yeah. This is like I the hardcore military. I mean, this is turning it into an actual novel, but I need a cutaway with like the the battle-hardened colonel who's the head of this alien investigation whatever who's like she got away. We can't we got back. like, you know, I need yeah, we need like I need some that kind generic of generic bullshit. Like, you know, secret service like, you know, men in black sort of thing <laughs> and hey guess what maybe she i mean we we established two escaped and the man one died because fucking of course the penis one died of course and we can't have a rival no uh and then we what it, what if they had more than two maybe her friend is captured still so the cur the the general is lying to her about looking for her friend and keeps using that to generate gratitude so he can keep getting sex. Like, then you've got a little dub con, maybe. Whatever you want to fucking do. I'm just offering opinions on how this could have been longer and maybe have more characters than, um, uh, more name out of a book boy. 
And anyways, after this, uh, they, they do, he does, Alric does finger fuck uh, Mace Keen, and they end up at his apartment, rented house, rental room. Covered in, covered in boob stuff. Yeah. He's a 14 year old boy like that. <laughs> In any case, it's, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to look at, yeah, so, anyways, Alric ends up there, and, uh, then his landlord shows up, uh, Mr. Wiggins. Oh boy, Mr. Wiggins. Mr. Wiggins, God, what a name. What a name. Mr. Wiggins was somebody's cat. <laughs> Yes, that's uh, that's definitely what I thought. But it's this like old man, and he's grumpy, and he's mad. Give because, me my money. Yeah, I mean, Alric hasn't paid his rent for two months. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're supposed to be like, oh, Mister Wiggins is the bad guy, but like, no, no Alric's the bad guy. <laughs> it's like Alric hasn't paid this old man. He's been you avoiding fucking loser. him. Like, <laughs> uh, so it's kind of a um. Yeah, Mr. Wiggins was a man in his 60s with hair that was fading from his top and an almost and it had almost completely changed to white. He had a thick white mustache and four-day stubble on his chin. And he's like, I want my money now or I'll throw your shit out on the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, so you can kind of imagine who this man is. It's just, yeah, he, he's like the landlord from Ace Ventura. Ventura. Yes. Just like he's done with Alaric's shit. <laughs> I'm the asshole here for trying to uphold the bargain we made months ago when you moved in. Yes, what a dick. What a dick. Yeah, now, but Mace Keen, being a uh, you know the big titted bountiful goddess that she is, is like, can I pay for him? And and we know how she pays. We know how she pays. This time she pays with standing sex, so we can get the most awkward threesome ever. <laughs> I, I actually put a note of like, okay, how are they going about this? And just like, kind of a, okay, so it's standing, and like, uh, Mr. Wiggins is having penetrative sex, penis vagina, and then Alaric is doing anal, and it's just this so awkward. I mean, it's like it, this is one of those erotica moments where penises are prehensile and like, like I I don't know butt how cheeks she's... don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, and um, like eye contact, touching. Uh, uh... The way it the way it's phrased, it's like she does the lap dance thing of putting one leg up. And around him, or on his, on Wiggins' side, uh, except she's naked, and he's naked from the waist down, so she's able to kind of make that work. Uh, we get a brief description of his old man dick, which I appreciate, because we're not just gonna shy away the fact that... It's an old we, man dick. <laughs> yeah, we're like, he's 60 and balding. The, she, it isn't suddenly like, oh, he's kept in shape since the war. Like <laughs> The war. We don't talk uh, about the war. <laughs> she she fucks him. We, we learn that this author does not really know how to describe anal at all. 
No, no. Care to share what their favorite term in the entire world is, Diane? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, all right, everyone. Her, uh, Ivana Stone's <laughs> favorite word in the entire world is cavity. <sighs> it is one of the unsexiest words I have ever heard. I've gone on record saying, like, penis and vagina could use a little more time in the sun. They are clinical to some people, a lot of people, but like, let's not be, let, let's just, you know, find a word and stick with it. Cause if, I mean, if cock works for you, use cock. Who gives a shit? I don't need man meat. I don't need, I don't need fuck thermometer. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, um, as I told you once, uh, mayonnaise cannon. Or mayonnaise cannon. I fucking mayonnaise love mayonnaise cannon. cannon. Mayonnaise uh, cannon's fantastic. My friend uh, read that out loud to me, and I laughed <laughs> so hard I was crying. And I was in college at the time, in the in my dorm, while we were reading these horrible things to each other. And she's like, "Mayonnaise cannon," and I lost it. And the RA came up like a minute later, knocking on the door. Is everyone okay? I thought I heard <laughs> someone crying. Are you dying in there? <laughs> she's like, are, are you okay? Did something bad happen? And I had to stand there like an idiot and say, no, I just have a dumb laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, the, you read the mayonnaise cannon thing. Okay, sorry. So yeah, yeah no, I got it. We got three others down the road. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Any, anyhow. Yeah, anal cavity anal is said cavity. a lot. Um, there is anal tunnel is the first one. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh, but boy. then it just switches to cavity every single time after that. <laughs> it, it's, it's a very unsexy. Like, this whole scene in an erotica is so Again. unsexy. I just, I'm imagining some guy trying to get off to this. And right? just their dick just shriveling up inside of them at this point because it's so unsexy. Well, there's that meme that's been around for years where it's like the stick figure guy sitting in a computer rolling his eyes and sighing and saying the shit I put up with. And he just unzips his pants and starts masturbating with a <laughs> yeah. bored look on his face. Yeah, it's like, well... Might as well. <laughs> uh, I, I theoretically spent th for $5 on the fucking paperback copy of this. I was so excited by it. I mean, look at that photoshopping on the cover. <laughs> I was fooled by that cover. <laughs> there's, a, again, like, there's talent. Because there's an, there's an intentionally awkward end to this scene. Wiggins finishes, but Alric has not gotten anywhere near being done. So he just kind of quietly keeps fucking her in the keeps ass going. While she, and <laughs> while Wiggins, Wiggins just watches. looks yeah and he's just watching like I guess this is fun yeah oh there's a great there's a great line just to cement that awkwardness as several globs of cum dropped to the floor Alaric shivered at the thought of cleaning up the old man's cum later right yeah like ah shit there's real world consequences it's to like, this oh it's just so awkward and it's like well my dick's still hard gotta gotta keep going i guess soldier on and uh then then wiggins is like wow ah, well you know i you still owe me your rent but you know you have two more weeks and then he kind of <laughs> whispers yeah bring bring your bring your lady friend over i mean he says bring your whore to my office i was tomorrow. gonna say we I'll gotta give you we another gotta... four weeks <laughs> One must mention, the word is whore. Bring yeah. your whore. Bring your whore. So, 
you know, we we know kind of what who Mr. Wiggins is at this point. <laughs> Did you notice that we changed chapters mid-conversation at this point? Yeah, it was <laughs> that was a very weird divide. Mays Keen giggled obliviously. I was glad to offer payment on your behalf. Is that what it was? Chapter, Chapter four. four. <laughs> of course, she said. On <laughs> my world, we clean ourselves often, and then we get shower sex. She she wanted to go into a sauna. But... Do you have a place to wash yourself with warm, vaporized water? Like a sauna? No. Yeah, like a sauna? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, this isn't in Finland. It's not Finland. We don't have saunas in every house, nor is it a Finnish <laughs> settlement somewhere where we have saunas in every house. No oh, shit. We need to take this guy up to Lake Wobegon. <laughs> there was, um, it was where my mom grew up. She, she grew up in another country and it was a tropical country, but there was this tourist town and it was settled by Finns. Hey. Pretty much she would visit one of her friends there and she's like, oh yeah, she had a sauna. Every house there has a sauna. And I'm like, it's the tropics! <laughs> you don't need a sauna, you live on the equator! Would you like to experience outside, inside? <laughs> <laughs> yes, do you want Come to inside be... to my air-conditioned house so we can sweat. <laughs> yes, come inside. We're going to go and sit in the sauna. It's hotter outside. <laughs> I do like she looks at him like he's an idiot when she's like, so you just drop water on yourself? And he's like, yeah, that... Yeah, that's what we figured out. Yeah, and, and then they, they have shower sex, and it, it's fine. Yeah, um, we get a little bit... Uh, we, apparently anal, you don't get the flashes, but vaginal sex, that's where, pff, that's that's where, where it happens. That's where you get the flashes. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you get the hot flashes. <laughs> the hot uh, flashes of memory. <laughs> but um, a, I know, feel like a certain southern senator from the United States read this story and took it as fact because she literally says, oh yeah, we can't get pregnant if we don't want to. <laughs> yep, we, the, the body has ways of shutting that down. The body does have ways of shutting that down. And <laughs> she says, uh, he mentions birth control and she meets, she says like, oh, artificial AIDS. And I'm like, here we go. A fun little fact that there are people in her society that have like a disability or something and need birth control. Like we're going to, no, we're not going <laughs> to. No, no, nothing like that. Or, or sexually transmitted diseases. It's the, the body could shut those down too, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. We have gotten rid of almost all disease, not all disease, almost, almost. all disease. Got to leave that door open for, you know, book 18 or whatever. Uh, I wonder if there's a book that's going to go into space STDs. I'll never know, because I'm not finishing <laughs> I'm not this series. This. Not even if it was free. So, we chapter five. Uh, wait, no. Yeah. Is it chapter five? No, it's during chapter five. The, um, the narration, which has been on Alric this entire time. It's been third person, but it's been on him. Uh, he goes to bed, and boom, immediately... We go to Maze Keen. We got Maze Keen. She says a really melodramatic line about, You've helped me so much. I'm sorry. I, I shall have to hurt, hurt you. you. And it's then like, it's oh, oh, that's Attack the... on Titan theme plays. Like, what the fuck? Well, it would fit. You know, I mean, the, the words of that are German, and Alaric is a German name. And we're, we're getting to Alaric again. <laughs> She destroys an, an ancient oak tree, because fuck you. 
Uh, fuck nature. Her her Uber arrives, uh, and she basically just kidnaps Alric, and there's the end. And then the next page, preview of Alien Mate, book two, abducted by the Alien series, chapters one and two, which conveniently goes on just long enough to get you into chapter to 69 pages, uh, with actually there are two pages after that that one advertises the thing that we got the coupon code for at the beginning of the book anyway, and then Alien Abduction Sex Stories for Adults, Ivana Stone, like, yeah. <laughs> anthology or something. We so, got padding for days. So this is something, because I read those two extra chapters, and I just got more confused, because we How'd end... they go? Well, okay, so we end with Alaric, and that Alaric is, like, he falls asleep, all this happens, but then we open up chapter one, Adam opened his eyes as the sun's rays, barely peeking over the horizon, showed in through the blinds on his window. So there's just new dudes every time. But the thing is that this Adam character, it seems to be Alaric, because it's, he talks about, oh, yeah, we, like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna go and help you, Maze Keen, um, grab all the food that we got. We're going to go and uh, get a vehicle. Can you do the same thing you did last night to my car on a new vehicle? Because what? the military's got us surrounded. And then they, they go and hop on. And then we get, uh, we actually, chapter two, there's a flash to the general who was holding her captive. And there's some kind of, like, once again, the whole uh, kink thing where it's not really committing. Yeah. But it's there. But it's not really expanded on, so does it count? There with the general, uh, General Scarsdale. So you know he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh my God, she did it! They actually did the thing I was wanting. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, it's uh, essentially there is a non-con BDSM sort of thing. It, it, yeah. It's rape. It's icky, and it's all like he's like. She's an alien animal, and we've got to go and keep her contained. Burr, 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 burr. And jacking off to the video recording. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep while listening to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, boring general. Maybe that was a bad suggestion on my part, and then it happened. We forgot to talk about the most confusing thing in this entire book, because it has zero bearing on anything. Mm-hmm. He fa this is right when she wakes up. He says his name. I'm Alaric. As he wakes up from being choked out by her. Yes. Go he to felt the hospital. The <laughs> he felt the world spin around and his vision grew blurry. Right before he blacked out, he heard her ask, Are you an Adam? A-T-O-M. Atom. What the living fuck that is never touched on again. Yes. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. I was like, ooh, this is gonna come back. Does his name does his name, which kinda weirdly sounds like Adam anyway, mean Adam in her language? But if that's her language, how does she speak English? <laughs> like fucking Oh, there is something in chapter one of the other book that says that, oh, she fucked one of the soldiers and like did the mind melt thing to learn English, but they thought it was an attack. That's brilliant. I love that. Final, final approach on this one. Diane, would you recommend Alien Love? Oh, God. I mean, well, it was free. That's the first thing. Yeah, it thing. is free. It was free. Um, 
I would say no, unless you were really drunk and you decided I'm going to tear this apart. This is totally read at a party. Yeah, this is a definite read at a party. And look, if you're thinking you're going to get your jollies off on this, get your rocks off, whatever. uh, I've got like a dozen romance novels I could recommend. Right. Better plot. And like, okay, maybe they won't have several different types of crazy erotica. Maybe it's just going to be like one solo masturbation scene and a few sexual scenes with the, the main pairing. But it will be so much better quality. There's like the it's not we we kind of glossed over the actual sex descriptions. They're very boring, except now and then they will use very uh, interesting tone or very interesting descriptors. Cavity. Uh, <laughs> well, there's cavity, but also there is the first time he comes um, to give everyone a visual representation of what went through my brain. Think back to any Looney Tunes cartoon. That involved a shotgun in which a finger would be put or a carrot or something would be stuck in the barrel right before it's fired. So that the shotgun does that thing where it like explodes on the end and the piece at the ends curl back because yeah. it's like, yeah, she describes him coming as his cock swelling and then exploding. So to me, it was just like his penis went like inside of like his cock exploded inside this woman and it was hilarious (laughs) do you think she knows what an explosion is because the helicopter exploded but it was fine that would then mean the helicopter ejaculated when this alien (laughs) pointed at it well maybe it did (laughs) hey there's one we've not done helicopter anthro porn get on it porn community you can do it. Not I you, Chuck Tingle. You. Calm down. Not you. <laughs> Slow your roll, buddy. <laughs> we're 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 done with you, Tingle. That's thank you for your contribution to making erotica as bland as possible. You can go have your fun little podcast on your own. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'd say this is a get it for free. And if you have a group of friends and you guys just want to read an erotica and giggle through it and just say like gosh this was not good but it was not terrible yeah go ahead that that's it's a recommendation but it is also these are the bullet points these are the it's, things it's you a, need to <laughs> a soft recommend yeah soft recommend it's not like last week's where that like i actually went and i got a copy and i was like hard recommend that was good. Like, that gave me feelings, and not just in my bathing suit parts. That gave me emotional feelings. Yeah, Yes, Roya by C. Spike Trotman is a fantastic, uh, fantastic piece of work. Yeah, so that's, um, that's my feeling on it. Uh, how about you, Gavin? What do you think? I echo those feelings basically to the T. It's free, so it's kind of hard to be mad at it. But it does nothing to make me want to uh, actually care about buying anything else. So that'll be that'll be where I leave Alien Love behind. If uh, I, I would give something by this writer another shot, especially if it's newer. But as it stands, ah, it's it's fine. 
There are a thousand goofy Harry Potter uh, sexual fanfics out there that you could read that would be funnier to read out loud at parties, you know? Yes. Like, I, I'll recommend one right now. We'll go for it. Hogwarts and the Giant Squid. Oh, shit. That's the one I recommend. That's a good title. It's goddamn fantastic. It's a fantastic title. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go read that one. Go read that at a party. Like, I rescind my recommendation. Go find Hogwarts and the Giant Squid and read that at a party. Congratulations. You've done. You've become the first person to recommend a fan fiction on this show. <laughs> I am... I am very proud of that. <laughs> the Red Light Library has a staunch anti-fanfic uh, rule, if only because we treat these stories like air quotes real books. I know that's kind of that's that's not even a good way to say it. We give them we we discuss them the same way. We we'll discuss something in an English class, so I feel like doing that to fan fiction is kind of rude. If yes. only, be like, if we were just sitting here reading shit to goof off, then yeah, fan fiction. Who cares? And <laughs> Sonic's fucking a train. But uh, yeah, but if we're sitting here like, yeah, this fourteen-year-old who was writing this on the down low, so their parents didn't find out, should have had better sentence structure. Like yeah, that's just it's a, you have different levels where it's a you can acknowledge some fanfic is good enough to be published. Fifty better. Shades of Grey, apparently. Oh uh, gosh, no. I have legitimately <laughs> read sexier fanfic, but um, that's yeah. it's a complex thing. But the thing is that these people are doing it on their own for free for the love of fandom, and there is definitely a sense of it deserves a different level of critique mm -hmm. because you you went out and you sought it out and you didn't pay a cent for it, and it was just done out of someone's love without expecting any monetary compensation. And erotica, even though this one was free, it comes with the expectation that you will be paying for it. So you could be a little freer with your criticism because it's a product you purchased. And on that wonderful sum up, which I might as well just make episode zero of the show. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> Diane, thank you so much for joining me on your, on your first adventure into this weird, wacky world. <laughs> it was a delight. I'm so glad to be here, Gavin, and read about green Star Trek alien fucking <laughs> a human who is not Captain Kirk. Hopefully we can find something a little bit more engaging. Or maybe we won't, and it'll still be fun. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was a delight. Thank you for Diane, having me. <laughs> if people wanted to find you online, where could they? <laughs> My first instinct is to say don't, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think... You can find me on my Tumblr, which is a uh, Contra Perry. Uh, Contra Perry is C O N T R E P A R R Y. <laughs> it's a fencing move, but um, if you if you desperately need to find me, that's where I am. I actually will write fanfic and stuff on there. You can laugh. Most of the time, I just like have pictures and of cute animals. <laughs> It's very boring. <laughs> Definitely something we all need more of these days. If you want to support, if you want to follow the show, you can find us on Twitter at Red Light Library. That's at Red Light Library. That's about it. Also, our website is Red Light Library Podcast And uh, well, if you want to find me, I'm at The Pod Report on Twitter, T H E P O D R E P O R T. And uh, I think that'll do it. And, all right. Uh, thank you, Diane. Good, good to we'll, be here. <laughs> 
we'll definitely see you on a future episode. We definitely won't be seeing this <laughs> story this series story on a future again. episode. <laughs> uh, bye. All right. Goodbye.